Good day and welcome to another episode of the International News Desk, whether you're tuning in on snl24.com forward slash Sokka Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Play. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, I'm your host Sean Robertson. Of course, I'm not alone. Kamuhelo joins me yet again. How are you, my friend? I am brilliant. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah, I'm having fun doing these with you. <laughs> it's, it's always good having you. I mean, let's move straight into it. Um, and let's go to probably, I wouldn't say it's the biggest news, but it's hot news. Lionel Messi has claimed that he was not honored by PSG for the FIFA World Cup triumph last year. Uh, Messi recently revealed that he was not recognized by his former side PSG for winning the World Cup trophy. Um, the chairman, Nasser El Khalifi, has uh, come back and blasted Messi. Uh, what's going on, man? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole ordeal when it happened, um, it was quite particular. But I guess from a personal perspective, I understood it. You know, like, you know, your star player mm. was just there in the final with Messi. And then he goes and gets defeated by Messi. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, in the, in the World Cup final. And then like to come and parade it in the city where... It would have been paraded had France won. Like it just, it's it's a catch twenty two. I feel like like whichever way PSG had decided to to handle the situation, I felt like they would have gotten the short end of the stick. Um, but yeah, of course, like when you win something of that magnitude, and we're talking about the greatest player of all time, like it's only natural that you'd only you know want to validate that and like recognize it as arguably one of the greatest achievements ever to be done. You know, I'm um, considering his performances at the World Cup. So. I don't I, I I hear both sides of the argument, but yeah, I think I don't think anybody needs to get particularly defensive. Um I guess yeah, mm. as a footballer you have an ego and Messi is entitled to it. He's in my opinion the greatest. So yeah, I think he's well within his rights to to, to complain about that. But yeah, I completely understand the fact I know French fans no I know French fans to be quite hostile. So yeah, like if they had just like flaunted that Argentinian World Cup, like it wouldn't have gone down well with the PSG support, you know, in my opinion at least. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean if it is true, it's it's obviously made Messi's decision to leave that much easier, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. If if it definitely played a factor in in that. Um funny enough that you mentioned that, um, it was shortly after he won the World Cup where because before the World Cup, there were rumors that, you know what, he was he, he was open to staying at PSG and giving it another yes. go. But yeah, as soon after the World Cup, like in January, everything changed um, quite rapidly. So that probably has something to do with it. Yeah, you're right. Well, crazy, man. I mean, as time goes on, things unfold from one crazy story to another. Um, let's move on to Jaden Sancho and, and the latest with what's happening here at Man United. Um Eric Ting Hag will not allow Sancho to return to first-team training unless he apologizes. Apparently, this message is also coming um, from the squad of players. Uh, what's happening, Kamal? Yeah, it's not It's not just training. It's all the first-team facilities. Um, from the reports that I've read, Eric Ten Hag doesn't want any of the negativity surrounding Jadon Sancho to fester within the squad. Um but yeah, it, it's as simple as it's as simple as him apologizing. Um, from from what I've read. Um, but he seems resolute in his stance of of not admitting it to being wrong and 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 being steadfast in the fact that you know what, like, I was the scapegoat and this is how this is my narrative. I'm not going to push um whatever Eric Tenag has to say. But I think it says a lot when the likes when your fellow teammates are are trying to back you and trying to get you to 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 apologize to the boss. Mm. Um. Yeah, I think I think that speaks volumes of, of of what the situation is of what currently is transpiring. But yeah, Jaden Sancho does not seem to be 
um, changing his mind anytime soon. There were posts the other day that he was playing FIFA well, while Bayern were playing United. He, he, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. So it's quite, so it's quite jarring. Apparently, he was late for training as well, so it's not looking yeah. good. And by the sounds of it, if if I had to put my money on it, I'd, I'd definitely bet on Jaden Sancho leaving in January for sure. Yeah, we've seen what how Eric Ten Hag deals with certain big name players at United. He doesn't really care who you are as long as you you know abide by his rules. And now Sancho has also de- deactivated his Instagram account. Was it yesterday or the day before? Apparently, yeah, he dis- he de- deactivated, and it's that sort of like I don't want to slate him, but it's like that sort of no. behavior or like that petulance, like that doesn't give you a good yeah. look. You know what I mean? Like. Why are you deleting your account? Like, why? Why is the the tweet that you where you were slating your manager? Like, why is that up for so long? You know, like it just seems yeah. it's just all these things that are showing a lack of remorsefulness. And I completely understand if if, if Ten Hag doesn't want anything to do with him, he's well within his rights. He's the boss. So, yeah, um, it's not a good look for Sancho either for any top clubs that are looking to get him. But he's still a good talent. Yeah. But I don't think he'll get to the level or stay at the, the echelon of club that Manchester United are at for sure. Yeah, I, I guess that was part of my next question. Like, you know, you Jaden Sancho now, what, what do you do, right? Do you, do you do you stick by your your gut, your belief? You you wait till January transfer window, or do you apologize and just get on with life? I mean, it's it's crazy at his age that um, I don't know. It just feels though he's been influenced outside of his own decision making. I just feel like somebody's telling him what to do, and um, I'm not too sure it's the right way of handling this at his age. Yeah, definitely, you're right. Um... 20, as a 23-year-old, you're definitely still impressionable. Um, yeah. The highest, the highest earner at the club. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're gonna have, you're gonna be braggadocious and feel like, you know what? I, I have a say, and I, and I'm valid in in, in what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I think there are definitely some outside forces that might be filtering in um, into into what's going on right now. But yeah, if 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 I was Jaden Sancho, I'd go to. Another club, a club where I know, like, I'd be treated like the superstar that he clearly wants to be treated as. So, yeah, maybe like a a villa or like, yeah, a, a, a team that's not really that high in the higher echelons of the Premier League, but still competitive, I'd say. Um, yeah. yeah, and try to rebuild himself there because, yeah, it's not looking good for him at United at the moment. Wow. Well, we will be watching that with uh, <laughs> eyes glued to the screen. It, it is sad, you know, as as a neutral in terms of Man United. I'm obviously a City fan, but he uh, he's a hell of a player, and it's an absolute waste that he's not being used. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, come up to go. Um, let's chat about the. I mean, Champions League happening this week. Um, some big games come. Well, I don't know if there's a couple you want to take us through. United, obviously, not having the best run of form in terms of results uh, across all forms. Big game against Galatasaray. I think they've only played each other three or four times in the past, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a big. It's going to be a big game. Um, for United yeah. more than Galatasaray, and United, I think, should be wary of, of the Turkish side because they have they acquired some big names over the off season. Um, Zaha, uh, Davidson Sanchez, Hakim Ziyech. You know, some Maro Icardi. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Th- these are, these are some quality players, and I think. You know, every time I've watched United, they don't look like a team that's comfortable being in possession or like breaking teams down in in possession. So, I I, I don't know if if they are going to be comfortable enough to break down Galatasaray and they're going to be predicated on just playing on the counter. I think that will suit them more. So it's going to be difficult in that sense for them. Um, Galatasaray haven't lost all season um, just yet. So it's going to be definitely tough for Manchester United, especially considering the run of form they've been in. Um, 
but they won on the weekend and and we'll see how they yeah. play against Palace. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's going to be interesting to see, but it's going to be definitely tough. Um they should they should go all out in that fixture. It's it's going to be I don't know how you see it, Mr. Sean. No, 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 100%. I think the games at home come off, I'm not mistaken. I think it is at Old Trafford as well, which is on their side. I would be wary if it was away to Galatasaray. We've seen their fans and, and that stadium. It's incredible, but it's 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 not negotiable. It has, it has to be three, oh, three points for, for United without a doubt. So fingers crossed for them. I think a biggie as well the day after is Newcastle at home to PSG come on that is huge yes yes gonna be massive massive I'm excited to watch that um, I just um, St. James's Park is just an aesthetically pleasing stadium for me I just enjoy it and I think <laughs> and I think like under the under the lights under the European lights it's gonna be it's gonna be a massive game um, it's still Kylian uh, um, Mbappe he got an injury uh, against Marseille in, in La Classique. So I don't know if he's going to be fit for the Newcastle game, um, which will be a massive boost for Newcastle considering they just they just won 8-0 against Sheffield United. Sure. Um, yeah, sure. so it's going to be it's going to be a, a big game for them. But I think I still think they have the quality to compete against against Newcastle and to possibly win. But I know that that the crowd's going to be raucous at, at St James's and it's going to it's going to be quite hostile for PSG. And I don't think they'll they will have um, come across anything like it. But if they are serious about winning the Champions League finally, then they're going to have to put up a big performance in against Newcastle. Um, they seemed a bit Newcastle seemed a bit jittery at AC Milan, but I think at home mm. they'll be more more comfortable um, playing playing in such a big game. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, Arsenal are way too long. Um Again, hopefully Arsenal can continue their good form. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, they they started well against PSV, arguably their best mm. performance of of the season so far, and they'll be yeah. hopefully willing wait, waiting to continue that uh, against Lens. Um, in my opinion, I think they have a better chance of winning the Champions League than they do the Premier League. So I think they. <laughs> wow. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, fair. It's a fair statement. Fair enough, right? Yeah, so yeah, so I think so I think yeah, beating Lens will do uh, will go a long way in in, in in boosting the confidence of doing well in Europe. You know, I think they mm. they're some they're one of the best teams in in Europe in the whole competition. So yeah, it's going to be a big game. They have some injuries too, but I don't think it should be they should be that big of an issue as far as conquering Lens is concerned. Yeah, I fully agree, one hundred percent. FC Porto at home to Barcelona. Uh, another cracker, come on! Yeah, Barcelona are, are kicking on brilliantly. Uh, the 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 Joao, Joao squad have have been killing it ever since they they've arrived. Um, yeah, we saw Cancelo grab the winner against Celta, and and then Joao Felix has also been scoring uh, for fun uh, since since arriving. So yeah, the, the, they are two signings I think that have that have given more cohesiveness to the team. You know, Jules Kounde was playing in right back for the longest time, and they were relying on some. Young players on the wing, so I think these two Portuguese signings have given them much stability against Porto. It's going to be tough, but I think you know the, these last couple of games. I think Barcelona have, have shown me enough that you know they they are able to conquer some of the best teams. And yeah, I think Porto should should be easy work, so to speak, for 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 Barcelona. Yeah, absolutely. And from one big uh, tournament to another, let's move into the Premier League. Um, some big big games coming up this weekend. Um, I really just want to touch on the one Tottenham at home to Liverpool, come on. That is huge. Tottenham in incredible form. Uh, and, and so are Liverpool. Uh, again, we've spoken about at length at how good they're actually playing without uh, Harry Kane. Um, a lot of freedom given to other players. We've spoken at length about that. Uh, this could be a, this could be a, a massive, massive game for both teams. Yeah, yeah, very massive. Um, I think I think for Liverpool more than more than Spurs, um, because I don't think anybody expected Spurs to be this this 
playing this well. I mean, you know, yeah. at the beginning of the season, we spoke about how Madison will be good, but we didn't think would that be like up and the upper echelons of the table, like contending with with everybody else. You know, um, and and the performance on and the performance on Sunday against against Arsenal was was brilliant as well, and I think gave more credence to whatever title aspirations they had. So yeah, beating Liverpool will will go a long way if they if they are genuine title contenders. But yeah, mm-hmm. Liverpool have also been have been on fire and. I don't think Mo Salah will go down without a fight. He's also been somebody I've been just amazed by, just by the sheer consistency that he's been able to like produce in the final third. So, I think yeah. if Liverpool have a chance to to win, I think and have the better chance to win. I, it's just a matter of putting the game to bed quickly. Um, sure. Yeah, which I don't know if they'll be able to do, but yeah, Darwin Nunes has been on form. Uh, Mo Salah has been on form, so I think it's possible. But yeah, if you give Tottenham that chance, they'll definitely come back, as we saw against Arsenal. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the game, actually. Yeah, I mean, come on, just to completely echo you, it's it's been a it's been a pleasure to watch Tottenham. Mm, it's, mm, it's, mm. And we, I did not expect this at all. I don't know if you did as well, or or didn't, but it's 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 cool. My eyes are glued every weekend to Tottenham. I'm obviously a big City fan, um, but for a change, loving watching another, in my opinion, top three team this season play football. Um, and I really do feel that they've got it in them to finish in the top three, even top two. I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a big call. Um, <laughs> obviously, my obviously my money's on City this season, but uh, uh, let's see where it goes. Got it written here that uh, do you have it as United playing P- Palace on Saturday? But yeah, anyway, the, yeah, the, huge, huge games. It, it's it's just a must, must win. They're just not not good enough, are they? Yeah, yeah, not 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 at all. Um, yeah, we've, we've sp- the the problems the problems for them have been largely publicized, and I think that. You know, like Manchester United definitely are not going to be contending for. Judging by the way everybody else is performing, I don't think they'll be in the hunt for top four. It's going to be incredibly difficult for them to get it. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, if if they are serious about it and if they are to get their ducks in a row, then beating Palace is is mandatory. Um, but yeah, Roy Hodgson's side, we know how 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 stubborn they can be. Uh, yeah, but and they and they seem to be doing well. But they, 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 it's likely they might miss Edward. On the weekend, so and he's been their star player, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe the one goal that that that, that one piece of quality. Maybe another Johnny Evans overhead assist is what they need to <laughs> <laughs> is all they need yeah. to do. <laughs> signing of the season. Wow, yeah. what, what a signing! Yeah, exactly. Campbell, thanks for that. That's uh, absolutely. I mean, I think. Come on, let, let's move on to my favorite part of the podcast, where our producer Aiden seeks the socials and ask for our opinion. Gentlemen, welcome back to Seeking the Socials. Kamo, it's good to have you on the show again. How's it going, my friend? Yeah, it's going beautiful. It's going beautiful. I'm happy to see Arsenal doing this thing. Happy. Wonderful. <laughs> ah, I, I'm, I'm happy that you guys are raving about Johnny Evans. What a man. What a player. I'm, what I'm a telling guy. you. What a guy. If, if, if you told me at the start of the season that uh, we would have Johnny Evans in the starting lineup, I would have called you a liar. But here we are. <laughs> And we are rocking it. So, Seeking the Socials. For those of you who don't know what this is, it is a segment where I personally scour social media, finding the most interesting and controversial opinions relating to football, which have taken place over the last week. Some weeks I inform the lads of a topic, and other times I get the gens to pick a topic by choosing a social media platform. Come on your welcomed return, we are returning to the lucky packet scenario. What do you want to go for? Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram? Um, let's go Twitter. I like Twitter. 
Twitter's my favorite. You like Twitter? Yeah, Twitter's filthy here. Oh, there's so many opinions on there. Now, I uh, I may have left this little part out last week, and, and and if you listen to the show, you can hear Sean giving me absolute horns about it. <laughs> so, Sean, the quote reads, I don't care how talented he is, Neymar has to be one of the most challenging players to manage. Now, this is obviously in light of his little tantrum that uh, happened in, in his league and whatnot. So what did you guys make of this comment? Is there any truth behind it? Is he a difficult person to manage looking on from the sidelines and whatnot? Sure. Sean, do you want to go first? Yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah I think it's... Um... I think if you just follow him on social media, um, that's, I think that question answers itself. Um, is, is he the easiest to manage? I, I highly, highly doubt it. I mean, he's so talented. He's without a doubt one of the best players that's ever graced the world of, of playing football. Um, a lot of better players, don't get me wrong. But, you know, he sort of have, I can't remember, who, I don't know if it was Kurt or yourself, come on, that he sort of got that, I don't give a f- attitude. Do you know what I mean? And 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 sometimes I sometimes respect that. Um, but I think as an icon as he is, um, you've got to give more than a f- in, in my opinion. Um, I think it also shows in he's been quite injury prone in the past couple of years, which we've seen. Mm. Um, and I do think that that has to do with these off-field antics in terms of um, what he gets up to. I mean, it's been widely publicized now that he he's, he gambles quite a bit. We've seen that. He's He goes live on Twitch, whatever it's called, and um, yeah, he's, he throws millions away at gambling. Uh, we've, we've known uh, other teammates that have spoken that he is difficult to play with, um, which, which gives you the feedback that he's probably very, very difficult to manage. Um, but yeah, there's, there's no doubt... His talent, he's world class. Um, you know, one would like to see him, I guess, in a Premier League to see how really, how really good he is. Obviously, that's not going to happen anytime soon. But uh, yeah, I think, uh, in my opinion, Aiden, yes, from what it looks like, I think he's very, very, very difficult to manage. I think he gets away with a lot because he's so bloody good, um, and obviously one of the highest paid players in the world. So it's, it's, uh, it's to answer your question, yes, I do think he is a. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kamo, what are your thoughts there? Oh man, it's it's so difficult to say because on one hand, I, I Sean, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like mm. you know, when when you see the the lifestyle that he leads and just the way he's conducted himself, especially since he's here, he arrived at PSG. Like he just seemed like to care so less about football. Like, and of course, he's talented and he's always going to produce the the the. The, the otherworldly numbers that he that he has been doing ever since you know he he's graced um, ever since we saw him as a teenager. But yeah, like I think the money that he got at PSG like it just further exacerbated his attitude of like not giving a f- at all. You know what I mean? Um, but on the other hand, I do want to say that it's hard to say that because when he was at Barcelona. You never heard like these type of things, you know what I mean? Like everybody was very fond of him and that probably has to do with the the players that were around him as well. Like when you're mm-hmm. surrounded by World Cup winners and, and, and Ballon d'Or winners and people that have been playing with each other and at the highest level for so long, then it's then you just kind of need to adapt at at at, at in in sort of that culture, you know what I mean? And yeah, I don't know if if that's what he said for himself. Mm. Um when the president that he said for himself when he went to PSG, so 
I think that it just needed him to find the right manager and I don't think that ever since Luis Enrique at Barcelona he found a manager maybe that was as as headstrong as he was and maybe yeah even Thomas Tuchel managed to to get a, a good version of Neymar out of him so I just think it requires yes. a certain type of personality but yeah I I to a certain degree I do I do agree like he is quite he he looks difficult to manage because like you said there have been teammates that have that have complained and been like yo he he kind of can be a prima donna even the way he plays mm. on the pitch like he tends to be quite petulant you know what i mean but yeah it's 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 tricky um I, I, yeah come on I, i think just to jump in sorry i think any world class player um you look at ronaldo i don't think he's easy to manage at all i think he's the complete opposite you know I think any world world class player or any person who's top of the game at whatever they do you know it's it's their way or the highway and it's um and, and that's a fact right so I don't think um any different here whatsoever okay well let me let me elaborate on 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 this Neymar situation I I was you know when I was doing my research I I came across a lot of Neymar related posts and and it was between the one i just mentioned to you and and this one and i think it ties in quite nicely now it seems as though a lot of the problems with neymar came when he left barcelona a lot of people were saying he was going for the money or the lifestyle or blah 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 do you think that was a wasteful transfer for him personally leaving barcelona uh, you know winning all the trophies that you can imagine playing with like world class players not that he wasn't doing that at psg but it just for me it never felt right for him going to psg would you guys agree with that yeah uh, 100% i would um like i said from barcelona in my opinion you know it, it's the premier league or it's 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 yeah real i don't know whatever but it's a uh, um it, it, he didn't even go sideways in my opinion I, i think he sort of took a couple of steps backwards yes mm. he had some world class players and maybe that's a big reason he left and let's not doubt the fact that the money had you know it was a massive part of it um and i th- i think watching psg over the past couple of seasons i feel i've been seeing a 60 70 80% neymar not 100% ever of course um come on i don't know how you feel about that yeah definitely definitely um yeah you know at the time i was so excited because personally like for as much as i love messi i also love neymar and i wanted to see him shine outside of Messi's shadow so to speak you know because that's what it felt like especially even I don't know if you guys can cast your mind back to the Barcelona the the remontada the remontada like Neymar was the best player on the pitch you know um mm. but I don't think he got the adulation or I don't think he felt like he had the he got the adulation he deserved and, and rightfully so because Lionel Messi is the greatest player in Barcelona history and that's fair play to him you know what i'm saying no no i don't sure. think anybody will come close to him anytime soon but i think in his head he was he he rated himself highly enough to you know to be like you know what i produced a, a performance just as good as that i can go and do the same the same thing that messi and ronaldo are doing like i can put myself in that bracket but you know i think it goes um much more into that like it's not as easy as that for as good as neymar is those guys are aliens here mm. and Yeah, it 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 didn't work out in hindsight. Um he came pretty close to winning a Champions League. Um and I guess maybe that would have changed the narrative, but I think he would have won a whole lot more if he had stayed at Barcelona and just been content with playing with yeah, Lionel Messi, Luis Suarez and the rest of the Barca legends for sure. <laughs> I mean, playing in Messi's shadow is probably not the worst shadow to play in. Like if if you're in that topic of conversation alongside Messi, yeah. you must be doing something 
doing something right. So interesting times. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for seeking the socials. We'll be back with more next week. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Chris. Aiden. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, You're Aiden. missing Kurt, <laughs> Jeez. Um, Kamal, uh, that's just about it. Anything that the, the listeners should be keeping their eyes and ears open for this coming few days? Uh, have we missed anything in your opinion? Uh, no, I think we've I think we've covered our bases quite quite well. Um, yeah, that's that's we've, we've yeah we've we've narrowed down the biggest talking points in in international football for sure. Perfect, thank you. And that is how we wrap up this episode of the International News Desk. So whether you have been listening on SNL24.com. Always say soccer to Duma, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Thank you for tuning in. I've been your host, Sean Roberts, and thank you to Camogelo Motetswane for joining us. Thank you for having me, Sean. Peace. Thank you, my brother. Same time, same place next week. Thank you. Cheers.